Love Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O, our Jennifer Intuitive, um, and my co-host is back. He is now a Kahu. I am. A Kahu Kaleo. Kahu Kaleo. He was gone doing Kahu-like things. Kahu-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody who does not know what that is, why don't you go ahead and explain to them that Akahu is a Hawaiian minister, actually. Yeah, and Hawaiian minister. you can do blessings and weddings and that sort of thing. Spiritual so, counseling. So while I was doing the show, he was doing Kahu-like things, but he doesn't have those things to do today, so now he's back co-hosting. That's correct. And um, before we get into taking callers, uh, we're going to talk about how this show came up. Um, the show is uh, Pure Positive Thought, and, and me and Kaleo had talked about it this week, um, it seemed to be a theme that was coming up over and over again with uh, clients and uh, with just friends and family. Even I've had issues with it myself in the past. And um, one of the things that I noticed is why is it so easy when I'm doing my spiritual uh, work with people, my spiritual teaching and my clients, it's so easy for people to, when they have an issue, to go right into fear um, or worry if they have a change. I mean, it's like autopilot. It's like automatic. You you immediately go into, oh, what could happen? You know, how about, you, well, what are the worst things that could happen? How can I avoid these things that are going to happen? Um, and that sort of thing. And they do not immediately, it's like you are trained to do this. You do not immediately, when I tend to point out, because a lot of times when I'm doing readings for people, there's actually a positive aspect to their changes and their things that are happening in their life. And when I tend to point them out and say, now, why would you think that way? How do you not go immediately to success or happiness or these things that could work out in a positive light? They're just like, I don't know. They don't, you know, they don't understand. And um, it, I realized that it's it's trained. And uh, so I started paying more attention to it, and I noticed, you know, people, it's everywhere around you. It's everywhere. It's in the media. It's, it's on the local news. It's on the MSN homepage. It's on CNN. It's on all this negativity, all this worry, all this fear. It's on in all the newspapers, you know, your friends go, even if you're not reading the newspaper or doing whatever, your friends and family read the newspaper and then they're afraid. So they bring it up and say, did you see this in the paper today? Or did you watch, you know, I was watching the show today. And um, as you know, because you've known me for a while, I don't watch the news and I don't read the newspaper. I have not done that for years um, because I don't, I don't want to be bombarded with, the negativity of the worry and the fear, and I just don't need that in my life. Um, and if, if you guys notice in the in the media in in that sort of thing, um, the happy stories just don't get us. Do you ever notice there's the end of the news? Like yes, if they have, yeah, they'll have, a, they'll have a person of the week at the yeah. end of the week, and they'll have like a, a sixty to a ninety second blob on uh, of a anything. person of the week that was. Like Mother Teresa, for example. Yeah. And you'll hear something about that. And there were experiments, too, in relation to some, um, there were uh, some um, uh, psychology exper experiments related to people watching a scene from a war and then people watching a scene, I'm simplifying this, by the way, and then people watching a scene of Mother Teresa working and the different um, uh, energies that they had as they were hooked up to electrodes and the, and, uh, 
um, galvanic skin response right. biofeedback machines and the different calming uh, effects of those kinds of things that you that you have. So the sensationalism of the bad news, so to speak. By the way, any and I've studied a lot, spent a lot of money on uh, positive programming type uh, trainings and that kind of thing. Any one of those. Uh, uh, positive uh, feedback guru type people will uh, almost every one of them says don't watch the news do not watch the news I actually I, I refuse to um, my husband has stopped watching the news he watches it when I'm not around because he's a closet news watcher but what they say about that is if it's important enough you'll hear you'll about hear it, about and it. That's you'll find out truth. about it like there's a tsunami like when there was a tsunami exactly that's what I was thinking yeah. folks I did hear about the tsunami it wasn't because I was what watching the news <laughs> but people will start calling you and the people the police going down the road will holler out you know with that big microphone sign so um, but the thing is the point of that is um, when you have fear and worry you put that out into the universe you do that it is it is your reality it is your responsibility to create your reality which is a wonderful thing and um, because you can make choice because you can make choice and you know people what I would like you guys to do the reason I'm doing this show is I would like you guys to pay more attention to throughout your day what's happening throughout your day and what you're being exposed to, what you're exposing yourself to, and what it starts getting you thinking and how that affects your train of thought and how that affects the way that your day goes on. Because what I love to do, when I watch TV, again, as you know, I'm always watching comedies. I'm watching things that make me laugh all the time. And um, people have asked me about that, and, and why don't you watch this or why don't you watch that? And I'm like, because I have enough drama in my life, like really, you know, having to deal with kids stuff or whatever, um, that I don't, I don't want to do that when I watch TV. I want to, yeah, I want to laugh and have fun and enjoy myself. That's my downtime. That's not my let stress me out time because it's something they made up on TV. So, um, you know, that's the other thing. And the other thing with that, everybody, is I don't – and we are going to take um, a couple of calls um, in a few minutes here so we can relate that to what you guys are doing. But you can't blame it on the media either. You cannot blame um, – blaming doesn't help. Blaming – it doesn't help to blame, you know, everybody the way that the, the news works. Because, that's escaping your own yeah, responsibility. Exactly. And, and plus, that's just easier. Yeah. And then it doesn't change your train of thought. And you cannot, let's face it, you cannot go out and change all the media. And the reason that a lot of times media does that too is, um, you know, people might not watch. I, I don't know. Maybe people aren't watching if they're not, if, if they have those puppy stories or the Mother Teresa stories. Sensationalism sells. Yeah. Bad news spreads faster than good news. Right. And so that they're doing what they're doing. And it doesn't matter what they're doing. What matters is what you're doing and how, and so pay attention to, um, what your train of thought is. Pay attention to how much you worry and how much you think. That, and it, it's so limiting. When I have clients, I cannot believe the amount of people that just think that they cannot do something, cannot sell this piece of property, cannot um, change their career, cannot because in can't sell the piece of property because the economy's down, can't change their career because there are no jobs. Can't they have all these can'ts? Yet I have a, another group of people, some of my clients I've been working with for a while, when they start changing their train of thought, 
They cannot believe the opportunities that come to them in career. They cannot believe the, how um, many people have turned around and looked at their house. You can't go, when you go into it being worried and afraid because that's what everybody's telling you, um, then that's going to affect what the universe, what you put out to the universe and what comes back. You have to be open to understanding that the universe and your train of thought is bigger than the, what the media and everybody says about the economy because if it wasn't, there would not be people thriving in this economy. So when, if you're dealing with someone then, for example, that um, say you're dealing with a, a broker and a, an agent that says, well, you can't do this with your house because of the economy or whatever. Uh, what you want to, I think, recognize in that is you're, you're dealing then with a person who has a can't attitude about something. Well, you so get, you, you get yeah. another agent first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, yeah, you, the, yeah, the key being there, as soon as somebody starts telling you can't do something, then those, you know, you want to find someone that says, well, we can, we can find some options. Or at least have an open mind. They don't have to be going, yes, we're going to sell this right away. Um, but they, can, they need to have an open mind to, you know what, things are turning around. Somebody will very much need this place. Um, you know, I just worked with a client who did sell a house in California that was over a million. And, um, you know, at first she was a little worried about it. And when I started working with her, you know, they had undercut the market right away. And I said, hey, you put it on at this time and I see it selling within two months. And, and, and that's exactly what happened. But she went into it thinking, oh, okay, well, you know what, we can do this. We did undercut the market. We did do our research and that sort of thing. And one other thing I want to address before I get to this first caller is also health issues. That's a biggie with me that just makes me crazy. When the swine flu came out, and I'm sure they'll start with that again, you know, it just how many times I have heard, and people are so afraid and they freak out, and they just are sure that, you know, everybody's dying from the swine flu. And what they don't understand is how many people die from the flu anyways. But these are people that are, have low immune systems. And, um, you know, you don't have to, I mean, if you want to, go ahead and get your shots for the swine flu. But I, in particular, with my family, I didn't do that because I believed and still believe, you have no idea how many people will walk around with the swine flu, recover from it, and had no idea that they had it. I mean, you know, they just didn't go to the doctor. It acted like a regular flu. They got over it, and it was gone. Mm -hmm. And my son actually had ended up getting the swine flu, um, and I took him in the doctor because it was a cough and a thing that he needed an antibiotic for, and he got over the swine flu just so fast. It was, it was just a regular-type flu to him. None of us acted like, you know, oh, my God, like, you know, they act like it's smallpox or something. Right. But, again, they, everybody, the, the pharmaceutical companies and all those people, they're, they're wanting everybody to go get their flu shots. And I think that flu shots are wonderful for elderly people and different people like that. And if you feel like you want them, I think that, great, go ahead and get it. But don't let that fear bottle up inside you so badly that, you, you know, you're scared to travel or, it's a belief know. in wellness. You know, my daughter and her husband, as you know, were traveling in Central America. At that time. And um, her uh, husband's family was afraid to pick them up at the airport in Rapid or not to Rapid City, but in uh, Phoenix when they came back into the United States. And it was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, uh, and, and uh, there were a couple of people that were, were paranoid about that. And, and it, um, I think basically what, what uh, Jen's talking about here, too, is the belief in wellness, is the belief that it will get, I will get better, I will be better. My body is designed to take on these illnesses and to heal from these illnesses, so I have it within myself. And we're not recommending, by the way, that you don't see a doctor. No, you absolutely should. But, but the, the belief that my body will also 
um, you know, as long as I take care of it and fuel it with appropriate food and that kind of thing. Those are a lot of different things you can do to take that into your own hands. Well, and I just don't want them, all the people probably that freaked out about getting swine flu that never, ever got it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, before, like I told my family, before then it was influenza A or whatever it was, and everybody freaked out about that, and now it's swine flu. And after swine flu, everybody gets okay with that. It'll be another type of flu. So it's just don't let it rule your, your world and your thought. We're going to take um, this first caller's on Skype, it looks like. I don't have an area code for you. Can you hear us? Uh, yes, hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, you sound a little stressed, but okay, we'll go with fine. Well, I'm okay. I, I hurt my knee. I've had a problem with my knee, and I fell and hurt it today. So that has oh, that's we're sorry to yeah. hear that. Yeah, a little concerned. I mean, I'm still walking around and stuff, but it's 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 painful. So I guess I'm just gonna have to take it easy the next couple of days. Yes, and I think that's why you hurt your knee. By the way, um, you needed to take a little rest. What what um, question did you have today? Okay, my question is, is I've um, have had an opportunity to be in a relationship and I've kind of been a bit standoffish about it because of fears um, and I know that I'm bringing forward from my past and I'm getting much better. You know, I have to stop you for a second because I loved what you said. I had the opportunity to be in a relationship. That really tells me a lot about your frame of mind and, um, and and the way you're looking at that. But go ahead. You've brought some other fears into into this from past. Yeah, yeah. no, that's just it. That's just it. So I have the opportunity to be and and um, and I'm just um, paralyzed by the fear in a, in a little bit. Uh huh. Um, well, the in a uh, the, if. Let's talk about this a little bit more. This person is kind of is pursuing you to want you to get into a relationship with them, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. And then you're you're just you're you you I feel like you want to do it, but you're afraid that they're um and, and you had mentioned yourself, it's like you're afraid of the way it's going to go once you get into it or that there's that this person's going to change. Well, is I that think more than that is is it goes back to the old um, afraid truly when you get close to somebody and you open up to them it's like it's like revealing yourself and just the fear of intimacy and the fear of rejection. Well, and you have a fear of getting hurt um, with the, that's a uh-huh. huge one for you. You really got hurt in um, not one but I believe two relationships. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like there was two. I feel like um, you would have been okay if it would have just been the one, but the two really kind of did you into where you want to protect your heart. You kind of want to put a shield up around your heart. And, you know, the thing is, is I feel like this person is a, um, quite a bit different than especially your last relationship. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, and just for a little bit of my psychic insight, you, you know, this person is completely different. And so... Um, you you don't and and you know that because you mentioned it when I asked you and what what the thing is is, is you've learned from your past relationships and um, I don't think that you're I think that you were very okay and comfortable with not being in a relationship which is when this person come around yes okay and so that to me I also feel like you were in a different place in your life um, which drew, drew this different type of person into your life. 
And so to, to kind of sum that up psychically, you're bringing it, you're exactly right, you're bringing in some baggage with some other people that weren't even close to similar to how this person is. So it's not fair for you to bring that over into this relationship. I think that if you get into this relationship, um, you know, it's going to take you a little while to relax, but you're really going to enjoy it. But the thing here is, if you let the fear paralyze you, you get a choice here. If you let the fear paralyze you into things that happened in the past, how are you ever going to have some enjoyment in the future, right? right. And, and, because, and because that those things happened in the past doesn't mean that you're going to allow that to happen in the future because you would recognize those signs a lot quicker and you would make um, choices accordingly, correct? Yes, correct. And um, this is a different person, which you've noticed, and you can tell the sensitivity is a little bit higher and um, more gentle type of person, right? Yes. So you're not even in the same situation. You're, you're not in the same situation at all. So please don't limit yourself. to. If you choose to limit yourself and be tied by fear, which you can if you want to, you're never going to get the really amazing gift of being able to experience a really great relationship that doesn't hurt your heart. You're not going to be able, you're going to deprive yourself of that opportunity just because you're afraid to test it. You're going to miss something really great. And you know what? You recovered from those other two, fine. Yes. And you would never go through those circumstances in the same way ever again because you're older and wiser and, and that sort of thing. So you are never going to experience that type of stuff again and have confidence in yourself that you learned from that and you know you'll never put yourself in that position again and take it a little bit slow if you choose to go into this relationship and allow yourself to open and just see what happens. You don't have to jump in, you know, like you're jumping off the high dive right away, but you definitely can, um, you know, get into the relationship slowly and at least test it and feel a little bit better and test it and realize that you put something completely different out there in this relationship. So your choice is to, you know, be be paralyzed by the fear and just and, and live just thinking that way or to experience something really cool. And I think that you would be a little bummed if you missed this opportunity. And remember, by the way, uh, that we get what we focus on. So if, you, if you're really kind of carrying, it's exactly what Jen is saying, you know, if you carry that past stuff into this, then it kind of, it, it, it'll you're, manifest. You're attached, yeah, it'll manifest and you're attaching yourself to something that, that shouldn't exist in something fresh. And you have nothing to lose. You might as well, you know, you might as well just, if you choose to go into it, just try it and take a different approach. I already feel like you're a different person from before, so you've done some work on that. So have yeah. confidence in yourself. And take those past experiences, you know, in relation to recognizing something that goes a little bit awry, if it does, and then, you know, compare it to that rather than this always happens. It's like, okay, I've got some experience now. And, and you've can, learned. Yeah, and I can learn from that. I can take this in and... Uh, and be cautious, but be optimistic. And 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 take it a little bit lighter, hun. Have some have some fun with this one. I mean, like, get into it and just enjoy the funness of it. Don't worry about how committed you are in it, and don't worry about how long it's going to go. Just enjoy it. I feel like that's one thing that you may be missing if you're not careful is just the enjoyment of having somebody that you like to laugh and have fun with. Because I think you will really laugh and have fun with this person quite a bit. Yeah, have them come over and ice your knee. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? I'm that, sorry, I missed that. Oh, I said have him come over and ice your knee. Your your knee. knee. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But you see my knee being okay, too. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you just it, that was just really a sign for you to slow down. I think you've been doing a little too much or you haven't taken some time for yourself. 
Um, and it seems to be that when you, you in particular are slowed down, you tend to think a lot. So it's kind of trying to get you to filter through some of your emotions about this type of thing. And, and maybe had you call up today. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. okay. All right. So you have a wonderful forward. time. And, and just enjoy it. You're older. You're wiser. You know, it's not the same. Okay. So just take it one day right. at a time and let them know that Absolutely. I'm ready to Absolutely. Absolutely. Enjoy every day. Okay. Don't look so far down the road. No, you're right. Okay. You're right. One day at a time. Okay. Yeah. All right. You yeah, have a good day. Okay. okay. Um, and just for everybody, I'm going to keep taking some callers, but um, my website, if you want more of a um, you know, private consulting session, it's the jenniferopsychic.com. And um, you, I also have a Facebook on there. And my Facebook name is Jennifer O. Intuitive. Um, we're going to be doing some YouTube stuff this week, so I'm going to be putting some YouTube stuff on my Facebook page. So if you're not on there, you definitely probably want to get on there. Um, and I'm also HawaiiPsychicGen.com. Um, so go to the website, check it out, um, put me on your friends, on your Facebook stuff. And she's also a mom and a wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it looks like another Skype. Hanny? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. And you? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from the Netherlands. Oh, nice to nice to talk with you. Aloha. Aloha. What, what can I help you with today? Yeah, I have a question. I just have a really quick comment about this pure positive thinking process. Uh, I just wanted to say that I really agree with you that, you know, it's quite a cliche. A lot of people say, you know, the power of, of positive mind or thinking. But I think that it really can change the way you look at life. And if you always try and see the silver lining, um, yeah, you know, that your environment can change uh, because of that as well. And the people, um, the way they react towards you as well. So it I just absolutely wanted to say. <laughs> that, that's a very good point, Henny. It does change how the world reacts towards you, how people react towards you. Because when you become in a different, when you're thinking positive and you're enjoying your day and, and you're literally just enjoying your day, um, because that's another thing with a pure positive thought, you need to start finding the happiness just in your day. And when you walk around just enjoying that you got to spend time with your kids or enjoying the meal that you had with a friend and just enjoying that and stop thinking long-term goals all the time, um, when you're just enjoying your day every day, the universe knows what your long-term goals are. So when you're vibrating at that high level from just pure happiness, it starts manifesting those other goals. So it's not like you have to be thinking those other goals all the time. And also people come into your life, people react to that, and they it affects your whole life in general, and that's a very, very good point. Um, but it, it affects – and, you know, one thing that's really funny is um, I had somebody mention to me the other day, it's, um, in, they were in construction and they were talking about all these people bidding and as, if anybody's in construction they know that um, right now either it's kind of fast or famine depending on where you're at but they were saying all the people that are winning all these bids or all the people that like win the lottery or whatever they're people that don't need it and they're people that already have a bunch of stuff and they have a wonderful life and whatever and what they don't understand is that's because these people really truly enjoy life on a daily basis and they enjoy what they're doing and they're enjoying just being happy and when you're in that place of happiness and that place of 
you know, life is wonderful, and, and even if you lost your job, maybe you're going to find another job, and maybe it's going to be a better job, and they're in that, that train of thought, more good things could come to them constantly. So it's almost like they're showered with more, winning they more. Expect good to yeah, they expect good to happen, so if good happens to them, they get more of the construction bids. They get more of maybe winning. You've heard of people that won the lottery not once but twice. You know, um, these things they expect it to happen, and they really enjoy what they're doing, and so good things continue to happen. It's just that you don't hear about that as much. So um, your okay. friends aren't like that as much. Your family's not like that as much. Do you know? You know? Yeah, I so, have some family. I have one family member that um, it's, he's always been, uh, actually, uh, how I know him, he's always been really negative. So he's always seen anything that can go wrong, um, and then things do go wrong. And then exactly. Said, I, I told you it's going to go wrong, but exactly. You know, you, you and I love that. that. It's like you almost I want it to happen. Right. And I love that you brought that up because it works the opposite way. It act absolutely works in the opposite way. Um, if you expect things to go well and you see things go well, then things start going well, and then everybody's going, "Why are things always going so well for that person?" And then more things go well, and it can. It's like a chain, and and with the negative. But what, the reason I had brought up the show and the reason I wanted to do the show today is because I've noticed that, that geez, I would say 80% of the people that I deal with in clients, friends, family, um, you know, they are stuck in the way that your family member is, not necessarily to the extreme like your family member is, but they don't notice that they're stuck. So yeah. the point of the show is I wanted to bring it to everybody's attention to just pay more attention to where your thought process, process is throughout the day. Pay more attention to if you're, if you're stuck in traffic, maybe there's a reason that you're stuck in traffic. Maybe you are supposed to be a little late. Maybe you missed getting, you know, somebody, you know, a bumper scratch or something, or maybe you, you were supposed to meet somebody that you wouldn't have run into if you were a little bit late. So instead of constantly going to the, I knew this was gonna happen, you know, I'm late, then some just check your train of thought and change it to the positive and just see what happens because everybody that's out there you don't have anything to lose and just try it for a couple of days and you'll be amazed at some of the things that happen so i love that you call in and reaffirm that did you have anything else i just have, i don't know if you have time but i just wanted to know about love life as well um i'm just single and i'm just wondering I know I will meet somebody because I feel it in the air, kind of. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just wondering what you feel a sense. Okay, um, you're about talking about relationship. You've been single for a while. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm single now. Yeah, so just wanting to meet somebody special. Um, I think that you actually do meet somebody special probably in about three months. I'm seeing in September-ish. Um, but what I, one thing I want to tell people is when I do times on the show, I'm usually pretty accurate on that, but I also don't want anybody holding on to times. I want, and, and, and you do have somebody incredibly special coming into your life, um, and I see that it's going to be a long-term thing. Um, okay. Some common interests, and do you guys, do you like to, I think he fishes or something. Are you around a fishing community or like something that has to do with ocean and well, I'm going to move. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move. I'm trying to find a new job, and I'm going to move very close to the sea. So, the, okay, that's Amsterdam, right. Amsterdam. That's, yeah. that's where you do move, and I'm seeing the fishing. And because I'm seeing that, the sea, because I'm seeing all that, um, and it seems like there might be commercial fishing that's in that area or something. 
Um, um, I don't know if you know. Be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's near there or something. But anyways, um, I feel like that's a really great move for you. And my gosh, you're going to love it. You're absolutely going to love it. Um, so well, I want to move that- to Australia, so that's really uh, <laughs> near, nice near the beach and everything. But yeah, okay. And well. also, um, I believe that the person that you meet that's really special it has they have something to do with boats and fishing and stuff. Like they seem to be near the sea, so um, that seems to be something that's coming for you. And you really have a, a great time together. Wow, that's great. Thank you very yes. much. You're welcome, and thank you for calling. Have a wonderful day. Nice to hear from you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. We've been getting a few calls from the Netherlands lately. Um, 561, area code. Can I help you? Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good. Um, This is Kasha calling from Florida, and I have um, also a love-related question. Okay. My ex-boyfriend just contacted me um, this week, and I'm kind of wondering about that. And then also I met someone about a month ago. His name is Daniel, and I was wondering if you see that possibly developing into a relationship or what his intentions are. Um, I just have a a couple of different things. The the boyfriend or the the other guy – he er, the the ex boyfriend yeah um that didn't go really well the first time well obviously it didn't or he wasn't your ex right um but yeah. that it just seemed like there was a lot of fighting or a lot of turmoil with that relationship does that sound right yep okay um yeah, it just it that that relationship was really unhealthy for you well it was unhealthy for both of you yeah um yeah because it it's not healthy when people are battling with each other like that. Um, one of the things, and, and I'm kind of glad that you brought this up, is is um, I don't. Some people don't bring out the best in each other, and well, that's um, when, that is so true. I used to yeah. tell them, you know, you bring out the worst in me. Why do you want to be with me? And that's why well, I'm wondering why he's still pushing the envelope. It's like leave it alone. Well, and that's the thing is. If you two are with other people, you you may be with other people that really bring out the best in in both you guys, um, but together you really don't bring out the best in each other. And I, it's not fair for either one of you. Um, he, you just seem to be the stronger one in that case um, to like kind of recognize that he's sort of going more with. He seems more fly by the seat of his pants type of. I'm feeling this way right now, so I'm going to pursue these feelings. You seem to like you analyze it a little bit more and look more deeper into it and realize that it wasn't good for either one of you. Um, so I just feel like if you were to get and you really, you know, you still have kind of a connection. He, he you have a, a special place in his heart. So, um, you know, I think that you guys can still talk and be friends and do all that. But as far as a relationship, I think you'd get right back into the turmoil of things. And um, that doesn't do you guys any good. Uh, the other thing is, it seems like you kind of like to have a relationship in your life. Does that sound right? Like you kind of, it, you like enjoying having, you know, company or think people to do stuff with? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people are like that. You're not alone. Um, I feel like this new guy will be temporary if you decide to date with him or, or get into a relationship. And I feel like you have to start getting some other stuff that you enjoy doing and, and get to a point where 
you know, I feel like you're going to repeat getting into some uh, with people that were not, you're not right. You're drawing in the wrong type of people is what I'm trying to say. You keep drawing in the wrong type of people that are not clicking with you and are not going to be uh, working out with you. There, it just seems like there's some turmoil that happens. And I think that you need to just come to a place where, you know, I really don't need to have somebody right now because I'm enjoying this part of my life or I'm enjoying that. I feel like you don't have anything else that you're pursuing that you're really loving, that you're really passionate about. So you kind of go the relationship route because you get something from that and you enjoy that. And I feel like if you continue to do that, they're going to be not so long-term relationships. So I'd like to see you try to find a hobby. <laughs> that sounds really okay. funny, but... But, you know, what happens is, and this happens with people a lot in relationships, is once they veer away and draw their attention away from being in a relationship, I swear to God, you will get a relationship knocking on your door. I'm not even kidding you. It's, it's the craziest thing. But you're kind of going out there seeking a relationship, and I don't like the type of people it's drawing into your life. So you need to shift your attention away from being in a relationship right now. Do some things that you really enjoy. Travel, whatever. I mean, save towards travel, do something, do something that you're really enjoying just for you. And that sounds very cliche and people hate it when I say that, but I'm not even kidding you. That's when the good people come. That's yeah, the accurate thing there is, is, is when we really develop a relationship, this might sound a little weird, but when we develop a relationship as Jennifer's talking about with ourselves, then, you know, a good relationship with ourselves and doing things that we're happy about, that those, then that's when those people start to show up. Well, and in particular with you, just having more fun on your own. Mm -hmm. I feel like you in particular feel like you kind of need to be in a relationship to be having some fun. Um, and you need to just go out with your, have some fun doing something you really enjoy. And once you just start having fun every day, regardless of if you have a relationship or not, that's when a relationship comes in. Does that make sense to you? Um, yeah, it does. I mean, I've been kind of slacking because it's summertime and I'm not back in school, so that's probably it's like why I'm not doing a relationship. Yeah, you're not doing anything fun, though. You're not doing anything that, like, you're really passionate about and going out and going, God, I'm excited for today because I get to go out and do whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to get that in it. And, like, again, it sounds really cliche, but you will not believe how that will change your life around. You'll be shocked. And, you know, just try it. You don't have anything to lose. Um, you can try it, and then you can call me up and say I was wrong if you want to later. <laughs> but... Okay, thank you, Jennifer. But I think you'll probably call me up and tell me I was right. So um, otherwise I wouldn't be telling you that. So try it and just go out and enjoy yourself some more. And, and yeah, you really are lacking some passion in your life. Um, you really need to get some other things going, some other things you enjoy. So uh, you're, you're kind of bored. So, okay. Well, go thank find you very some. much. You're welcome. Have Hello. a good day. Okay, 253 area code. What can I help you with? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Enjoy, I'm enjoying your show. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying the call. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Allison, and I'm, uh, I've got two weeks, about two weeks left to find work. I've been looking for almost two years. It's really, really bad where I live. In fact, I know I need to leave the town where I live, and... Um, um, trying to get over to the next town, next town across the bridge here. So, 
Um, not that there's any better opportunities there, but this, the, but the signs where I'm living here are just so abundantly get out, get out, get out, get out. So that's. Uh, but I've got two weeks left. Got two weeks left, and then the unemployment's over. So it's uh, it's really come down to a pretty critical situation. Okay. Um, were you considering going and staying with a family member somewhere? Uh, no, those doors are not available. Okay. There or a friend. There was there somebody no. that you can no. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it just you? You have no options. It's just me. Yep. Okay. Um, well, because I do feel that the town that you're in is uh, you're really it's hard to find work there, and um, it just. I mean, I feel like it, you're, what you're looking for is really uh, not available or something. Um, but it, it would suit you best to move out of that town. Uh, um, yes. Have you downsized yet? Have you sold most of your things? Yep. Okay. So you're down. You're downsized as far as you can go. At this point, yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to see you actually check into seeing if you can move, um, or what I would suggest to you is check all your options on seeing about moving and that sort of thing. And uh, I, I still see you possibly living with somebody, so I don't know if it's a room in a house that you rent or um, you know maybe like a, a studio part of a place or. Um, Maybe room with a hat, or, or you know, what do they do when they roommate with somebody? They they advertise open shared papers. rooms, yeah, yeah shared rooms, rooms or something. Homes, um, and I feel like uh, you should start looking also at some. I feel like that wherever you might do the shared room thing or the roommate type thing, um, that there may be a place very close to that where you start out part time, and uh, then and it's okay because I feel like you're a little bit you want a full-time position and you're kind of concerned about doing part-time because it seems like the hours are really low, um, but it seems like that gets you back on your feet right away to or gets you, you know, a little bit income coming in right away, and then you keep applying and you find something else from there. So uh, don't worry about taking necessarily the little or, or you know, a small amount of hours job because I feel like that's the thing that's going to be offered to you. Uh, is you're gonna, it seems like it's even maybe 20 hours or under, but it seems like that makes you want to panic. Um, but I would take that and um, just keep looking because it seems like that's your stepping stone to getting into a 40-hour place. And uh, what kind of work were you previously doing? Is there like factories around there or something? What kind of um, I am, well, I don't know what you mean by previously doing it. It depends on what time you I'm sorry? Like the two years ago, what type of work are you looking for or whatever? Well, what I'm looking, what, what I'm looking, there's two really different answers to that question. What I'm looking for and what I have to put up with are way different question answers. <laughs> Uh, I had a, spent a long, long career in editing and writing, uh, mostly okay. newspapers, all kinds of business. A lot, most of my career is in Japan, um, but I've been reduced to, um, in the last living here, I've been reduced to, I don't know, delivering phone books. Um, let me see, I worked in a warehouse. I've done a lot of real low-level food service jobs, been a cleaner, been a cleaner. Um, you know, so real. you have a lot of background. 
Well, you know, look at doing the shared, uh, uh, just look around at a neighbor town and there's some, like I said, there there's a room type situation that I think that you get into and keep applying because there'll be something that comes up um, that's uh, uh, part-time work for you, but then that'll be stepping to the other stuff. And I'd like, could you, did you used to write? I do write. Okay, keep writing because that seems to be a big thing. Keep writing. Um, um, and do that while you're doing your other stuff because I kind of think that you get into writing more eventually um, and maybe like a book or something. Uh, like working it seems on. to be a long time. Huh? Yeah, I'm working on it. Yes, I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So keep just to do the bare minimum for the other stuff. Work on that book and keep doing some research with um, some agents and stuff because I think that that will eventually be the route that um, is more successful for you. Okay? 20, 20, 20 hours just is not going to pay even pay my bills. And, and I don't have like I don't have an extravagant life. Twenty hours is not going to. It's just not realistic. It has to be, especially at the wages here, which tend to be minimum wage. Twenty hours just isn't it. I mean, this isn't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do take care of my minimum expenses on that. So. Uh, well, I have to take the next caller. So um, good luck with your situation, and hopefully okay. things look up for you. There. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Um, we have a area code two zero three. Aloha. Area code two zero three, can you hear us? I don't know if they can hear us or not. Um, anyhow, we have about four minutes left. And two zero three, if you can hear us, just to, uh, you know, start talking at some point in time. <laughs> I'll just leave you on there. Uh, on the last caller, if, if I may. I, I'm, Go I'm for it. Yep. Step on, uh, uh, one of the things that is very difficult when you get squeezed like that, it can feel very difficult when you get squeezed and, you know, something like unemployment running out, you're living in a very oppressed uh, uh, economic area, and it, it, it becomes difficult to, uh, as the show is on, uh, pure positive thought form. Uh, however, that becomes a practice and a belief, uh, and as we, as we get condensed in things and, and uh, that fear base kind of comes up, we can start to really focus on that and then this won't work and this won't work and this won't work, which is true. It won't work. Uh, so we need, you know, being able to really uh, energize our belief system by just, you know, taking one step at a time, like the saying goes, how do you eat an elephant? It's one, one bite at a time. And making a move like you were talking about, you know, find the, the affordable shared bedroom type mm -hmm. house. Move one little step at a time toward what we need. Uh, I tend to, if I'm not careful and I don't practice those things, I tend to want to go for the, the home run. You know, right. I'm waiting for the home run. I'm waiting for the parting of the Red Sea, and I'm not even at the Red Sea yet. Right. So it's taking one little thing at a time and one little positive step at a time uh, one thing that you can do every day, maybe not, you know, rather than the whole big picture, which can really bring that fear base up and uh, exactly. interfere with the positive. The big uh, picture. But the thing with the 20 hours, too, with that caller is um, it, it, 20 hours is better than no hours. Yeah, I mean, yep. whether you can, if you can't pay your bills on no hours either. So, um, and, and I can feel the fear of her being afraid and not being able to pay stuff. And you know what? you might not just be able to pay those bills at I that said time. to someone the other day, as a matter of fact, they were looking for work and they were like, well, they were going to take a, a job at $8 an hour at, at a fast food place. Okay. 
And they were like, but I don't want to take guys eight dollars an hour in a fast food place. And I said, isn't that eight dollars more an hour than you're making now? Right, exactly. And they were like, well, yeah. And I said, well, is there anyone that you know that wouldn't take an eight dollar an hour raise right. for whatever they were doing? Because so then you start looking at it and then thinking about it differently. Right. Well, and the other thing that that's the thing is is you start thinking about it differently. But I mean, there's been a lot of you had um, oh I can't even, I can't even believe I can't remember the name the Harry Potter. She uh, didn't. She was on welfare. She didn't have any money, and she continued to write. And I think that woman's gift is really writing. Mm-hmm. And um, I really do see her being successful, um, uh, or at least getting the book that she's somewhere doing. That door will open. Yeah, somewhere that door will open. And she may, you know, we may have to. Don- we may not be able to pay our bills at some point in time. I think everybody has, or a lot of people, has been to that place. Um, where, you know, you haven't been able to pay your bills for whatever time or another when you were 17, 20, or 40, it doesn't matter. So, um, you, you know, you may not be able to pay your bills at that point in time, but that doesn't mean that things can't always get better. It, that doesn't mean that you can't, again, figure out how to get out of that situation. That doesn't mean that that 20-hour job hours doesn't turn into 40, and that doesn't mean that your book that you're writing doesn't get picked up, and then all of a sudden you get an advance, possibly, that helps you pay for those bills that you couldn't pay. That doesn't mean that you can't. You know what I'm saying? And, and, so, life, and yes. life runs in cycles, uh, just like the seasons. Life runs in cycles. And what I, um, you know, for everybody else that's out there, and we're going to be off the air shortly. I'll finish a little bit afterwards. Um, my website, again, is jenniferopsychic.com. But uh, for everybody, you know, there's a lot of this going around. It's not just the woman that called the, the unemployment stuff is running out, that sort of thing. That does not mean that um, you have to be in the situation where, yes, if your unemployment's running out, other people's unemployment's running out too. But yet, say you have two people where the unemployment's running out and you're in similar situations where you cannot pay your bills and that sort of thing. I know people like that. You can either do what you can do and, and know that there, you know, you can go up from there, know that opportunity might be around the corner, know all of these different things, or at least just be optimistic, you know, as long as you can, you know, feed yourself and that sort of thing. You may not be able to pay the visa bill for that week, or you may not be able to pay the car payment for that week. I know people in those situations. That doesn't mean it can get better. That doesn't, you know, you have the Donald Trumps that have uh, filed bankruptcy. I know several people myself that have filed bankruptcy, lost everything that they've had, um, lost cars, lost houses, lost everything, could not pay their bills, did have to file bankruptcy, lost uh, houses or, you know, things that they've built their whole life up um, and, and felt very panicky and were the same as that woman who called in. Um, but then now those same people, their lives are going very well. Their lives, it didn't, that's not where you land and stay. You don't just stay where, you know, necessarily where you're just like in poverty or something of that nature. But you can come out of that. You can recover from that. And things can be even better. Some of those people that I know, their life now is better than they ever were a couple years ago when they filed bankruptcy. So, you know, things can get better and better. And again, I think that, um, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's not something it's not, you want to have happen. No, and it's scary. It's what you do with it afterwards. It's, it's what, absolutely. what you believe in yourself and that kind of thing. It's absolutely, and that you believe that it can still, even if you hit rock bottom, that you you can still go up. That's the thing. It's not just thinking that rock bottom is where you're going to stay. And like I, like with that, especially with that caller again, you know, those aren't going to pay your bills. And you know what? If if you can't pay them, you can't pay them at that point. There's mm-hmm. y- you can only go up from that, and you have to fi- you have to figure stuff out. 
and just keep going up. So, um, you, ha you know, hold on to the positive as best that you can. And I'm sorry for everybody out there that is in that situation, but it, it doesn't help to go into the fear and worry um, when, at that point. I mean, you, you automatically do that, but it doesn't pay your bills to do that. It, I mean, you can, you can sit there and be afraid and, and worried and still not get your bills paid and put that energy out to the universe. Or you can be, you know what, I'm doing the best I can. We can only go up from here and still not get your bills paid. You can do both. But when you're doing, I'm doing the best I can, the only way I can go up from here, I'm going to be writing, I'm going to be doing all these things, eventually something's got to change, eventually this will be done, and maybe this will give me an opportunity, um, you know, if I eventually take this 20-hour job, maybe it'll turn into a 40-hour job, maybe I'll run into somebody who is interested in what I'm writing, maybe they will have, know somebody that actually can use me in a better position, you know, if you take that attitude, um, that's what you send out to the universe. And when you get out there, you never know. You, you know, never know. You, you run into people at the strangest yeah, yeah. places. Stevie Nicks at Fleetwood Mac, I believe, by the way, real quickly, because this woman's a writer, and she said something about, I work in food service, blah, 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 blah. Well, before she was picked up by Fleetwood Mac, her music career was, she was waiting tables. And oh, yeah. Someone heard her CD and went, I want these people. So she kept doing what she was doing, but she, she kept making bill. ends meet. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people have. You never know who you're going to meet. And you may be working in a restaurant and meet someone who comes in or who may be working there that's in a similar boat. Let's, uh, let's get together and let's, let's network together. I know some people, you know some exactly. people. You never know, so just keep I ran into David it. Copperfield when I was waiting tables. I actually waited on him when I was young. But, you know, if I did magic, who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, and I also could not pay my bills sometimes when I was younger. I mean, then at that point, you have to pick and choose what bills you pay, and you have to just figure life out. You have to just keep going every day. It's, you know, there's just certain a process that you have to go to. So um, many of us have been in that boat not being able to pay our bills at some time or another. I definitely synthesize, but it's what you do. You can either make yourself, you know, sick trying to figure it out, or you can just try to find the rainbow in the, you know, in the clouds and, and see what opportunity presents itself. You find people, you know, opportunities in, in the very most strange places. I'll tell you, I have found more of my uh, friends and more people that have drawn me opportunities in places I never would have imagined. Strange workplaces, um, you know what I mean, just odd places like the Stevie Nicks thing. So good luck, everybody out there. And, um, to wrap up the show, because we are way off the air right now, uh, just try to see where your train of thought is. And if you do tend to worry and be fearful, um, please try to change that around and just see what happens for you. I, I, the point of the show is I really just want to um, get everybody to just understand where their thought process is and understand how that affects their life and understand how that correlates with the universe and what it is bringing into your life. On those days you're having a really great day, really amazing things keep happening to you. You keep, you know, things pop up, you get opportunities or, or the thing, someone does your laundry for you or whatever, it doesn't matter. If you're having a really bad day, you hit your knee on something and then you had an unexpected bill, you know. So just try to... Ease your worry. Try to think more about the success and happiness in the world and not so much about why you should be afraid in the world. And I, and I think it was Henry Ford that said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Exactly, exactly. Um, you set your own limitations 
and aloha, everybody. Aloha.